What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Ride Share Rodeo. Um, glad to have you guys here. Hey, listen, this week uh, we have a panel again, um, and we actually have some really interesting conversation. We have Lou and Mary from the Long Island Dash Experience, and uh, we have Kim from Kim's Side Money Plans, plus David Pickerell, CEO of Para, and myself. And uh, great episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. But um, next week, we're going to be doing a piece on taxes. And starting in February, I'm moving the pot. The audio podcast is going to finally go back to becoming its own entity. Um, there will be audio podcasts dropped as bonus episodes throughout the week. That will be the round table or if I do a curry special or things like that. But they will all be bonus podcasts at that point. But starting next month, we're going to go back to the old Rideshare Rodeo, where I get on here and I rip into things. I interview CEOs and talk to companies and talk to drivers that don't get on YouTube and that kind of thing. And we're going to bring it back around to the old school with a lot of new additions. I've got some new ideas. I'm really excited to bring to you guys. And also... um, Maybe next week, but I might save it. Well, I kind of got to do it next week. So... Um, I have a project coming up that I'm, I, you know, there's a few projects coming up that I'm really excited about. I'm always happy to do beyond the algorithm on Hannibal's channel. Um, I'm really excited, uh, to be doing this once a month dumpling thing with Holly, but I'm very excited to talk to you guys about the project I'm going to be doing with my son. Um, my son and I are very tight and, uh, it's going to be an interesting po- project. We're going to make it a lot of fun for you guys. So, uh, stay tuned for sure. And I know some of you might have gotten used to this or in the summer when I had uh, co-podcast hosts. And, you know, I this has been through so much. But we're going to take it back to the old raw uh, Rideshare Rodeo podcast. And I'm really excited because, yes, the YouTube stuff is still all going to be happening. 13 minutes, all the things you guys should be checking out, which get better and better with time. However, this is going to become... Um, if you weren't listening to the old, old Rideshare Rodeo audio podcast, you're going to be in for a treat. And if you were, you're going to be, or if, and if, you know, if you were or weren't, you're going to be in for a treat because it's, it's the old, it's going to be the old audio podcast, but with a lot of tweaks, things I've learned and just kind of a little more streamlined with segments. So just stay tuned. It's going to be fun. There's something that's been missing when it's not just me and the mic and you know I'm always I always have a camera running. So I'm not going to be running the camera anymore for the audio. It's just going to be me, the mic, 
maybe a guest for short periods of time, all kinds of different things, you guys, but just stay tuned. But for now, I want you guys to enjoy this episode. Uh, We really do a dive into Spark, but we do a deep, deep, deep dive into Instacart with some of the people who know it best. So stick around. You guys are going to enjoy this. Welcome to Para Presents the Gig Economy, a weekly discussion hosted by me, Rodeo Steve, and David Pickerell, the CEO and founder of Para. Um, this week, we are going to discuss Walmart, Spark, Instacart, and we're going to just touch on a little bit of taxes. Nothing too deep, but next week, we are going to have an episode on taxes um, that nobody should miss. Also, just for everybody watching, if you're on that, if you're sitting on the hill of, of doing your taxes right now, um, some solid advice is to wait, even though don't wait too long, but to wait till the first week in January, make sure that everything's come in. Um, these companies are not the best at always making sure that all the documents that you need have gotten to you. So don't try. I mean, it's good to do them early, but don't do them too early when you're doing gig work, make sure they all show up. Um, so with that said though, um, our topics tonight are spark, Instacart and a little bit of taxes. And uh, I want to welcome this week's amazing panelists. We got Lou and Mary, the Long Island Dash Experience. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. We have Thanks Kim's having. Side Money Plans. Hi, uh, everyone. Yeah, always. Kim's been on a few times. And uh, we, of course, have David. David, how you doing? Doing good. And uh, you can find all the panelist show uh, channels in the show notes. If you haven't checked out their channels, all these channels are different and all worthy of, a, of exploring, liking, subscribing if you like it. Go nuts, but check them out. But let's jump in the number one topic tonight. And it's it, it was kind of a burning topic a couple weeks ago, but I feel like now it's even better a time. And I, I was looking forward to this group to discuss it. And I, I really want to get into Walmart Spark and not just, hey, it's January, let's, but the whole thing the story of spark because I have some notes here that, and I've been concerned about spark for a while. Um, I'll be honest. I, I think it's great. I think it's done a ton. I did a, I think it did a ton of good things for people last year. It's a great app. Um, I haven't used it, but I know a lot of people who have just jammed off it. Um, if I didn't have curry, I probably would have onboarded to spark. I now feel like that window has maybe been a little bit lost because Spark last summer, Spark over the holidays, oversaturation, new onboarding, turning, um, I know that some locations of Walmart uh, already have their own drivers who are W2, and they don't, they don't optimize Spark. And the plan is to roll that model out into more Sparks. So you guys have all done Spark, and I know, Kim, you jammed it. You guys jammed it. No, we, we we haven't done Spark. We were oh, never, you never able, did Spark. No, we were never able to get on uh, with Spark. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Kim is Kim jammed it, and uh, what I mean, what's your <laughs> okay? Okay, so if if you got on it now though, like I mean, you I know you still follow it, Lou. So before I get to Kim, mm-hmm. like, what do you guys think of it? Like I, after what I just said, what do you think about Spark now? Like if you do get on it, do you think it's going to be all that that it was? Um, so just going off of, uh, our buddy who was able to get on it and he was really keeping us up to date on what was going on with it. Uh, it sounded honestly like way too much of a headache. Um, my guess is it's very, as with anything gig work, it's very market dependent. 
and also how busy your Walmart is and how many Walmarts you have. In our particular area, we don't have a lot of Walmarts. Yeah, we only have, we have three. three. We have three, which means that um, they're very, very crowded. Um, the to-go areas are very, very crowded. In the stores, very, very crowded. Um, so We you know, even just stay away from there just in general for and, any gig work. Yeah. Um, am, am I wrong in and, assuming and, and, and that that's awesome. every Walmart, though? I mean, at least for yeah. me, that and here in Denver, too. Same that, thing. They're know, all... Yeah. They're all they're understaffed, all crazy, right? packed. Like the yeah. parking lots jammed all the time. So th- that that's that's always been my big question with, with Spark. Now now, uh, you know, I know like that that my buddy who's picked up orders that have had batches of like three, four, uh, four like batches. I think he had. I think like he had like something. Cra- yeah, something crazy. Um, the amount of time that goes into it. For me personally, I'm not really sure if it's worth it. Now he got into it uh, like two months ago, so it wasn't during like probably the time like you know I know like Kim, you were completely crushing uh, Spark for for a while, and that was like probably early on in the in in the Spark uh, the Spark run when you know it was they were really kind of getting going. So, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, we. We can't even get on it. It's been full in our area for quite a while. Yeah, and then we us. tried to go to an area outside, and yeah, yeah. can't even do that. And, and the, 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 the app itself uh, just seems very, very glitchy um, from what I've from what I've seen, and from and, and, and the customers don't really seem to know what's going on. Uh, when it comes to like the delivery person and like what they're doing. So it seems like there's a lot of disconnects with the app, but I mean, this is just me talking to somebody else. Uh, right, right, right. But there was the, there was the change of hands with DDI. There was the kind of pushing out of DoorDash. Um, Uber Eats can still go there. It's very confusing what goes on at Walmart with these apps, but and Instacart too is it's still with Walmart as well. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, really it's not supposed to be, but everybody can go there. But here's my big thing is that Every, you know, like curry, I always exclude because it's just different. But um, I feel like there isn't an app like a spark or something that's a giant that doesn't have a honeymoon period. And even though it might last longer than others, that eventually doesn't die off. It just, I don't know that. I don't know of a side, like Walmart is no little store. (laughs) This is one of the biggest operations in the country. And I just don't like, I think the pay that I've heard the screenshots, what people have told me, there's no way that seems to me like the oversaturating model. That doesn't seem to me like a sustainable, we're going to keep paying you this much money forever. It's this good. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, you got somebody in the market that it's it's okay. But like, I've heard stories that are just through the roof on what people make. I know that's changed. We're in January. A lot of things have changed. Um, Kim, you have done Spark. So this is, what's your take on this? Um, so I think Spark is as good as your Walmarts to what Mary and Lou said are in your own area and how many Walmarts you have. I do have three Walmarts in my location. They, the one is close to me, well, closer. It's like 10 miles away from my home. So in order for me to do Spark, like I have to be dedicated for that day to do Spark. If not, I'm kind of losing out on the whole miles because I'm traveling 10 miles to Walmart, 10 miles back and 
all the driving in between. So I have to be completely dedicated to a day of Spark when I do Spark. It's not one of those things where I can just turn on and go, oh, I have a Spark order. Let me go do it. Like, that's not kind of how it works in my area. But you but have didn't, to. But didn't, didn't some people do like, like start their day with Spark? Like yeah, go there, just... do the first round robin and then kind of be done with it? That's actually what I actually do in, you know, in some days, if I want to start my day off, I'm like, okay, I'll turn it, I'll head towards Walmart. And those are usually the days I actually have to personally do shopping at Walmart. So it's kind of like a win-win. I'm going to Walmart anyway. I'll just turn it on while I'm there. Um, And that's usually how I start my day. I start my day a lot with shopping apps because I feel like they work better in the morning in my area, whether it's shipped or point pickup or spark, like all of those apps work really well in the morning until you can get to like that lunch crowd for food delivery. And then usually cause I'm on DoorDash's LOP, I can sometimes get catering orders or even large orders for the lunch rush starting at 1030. So, you know, all of it's depending on getting my daughter off to school and then, you know, starting my day, usually with some kind of shopping app. But yes, that's how I usually start my day. But to me, Spark, like you have to be willing to travel to your surrounding Walmarts and not to stay in that one Walmart. If you're open to traveling to like several Walmarts, you have more options to get orders off of not just your one location. And I think a lot of times, because I was like this when I first began it, I'm like, I only want to do my one Walmart and that's it. And I was limiting myself to the orders I was receiving off of Spark and what I was doing. And then it hurt my acceptance rate, which you know, that's a debate all in itself, whether acceptance rates matter on Spark or they don't matter. But there definitely is a honeymoon stage, just like, you know, I'm not, I don't think any of us are naive to know that there are honeymoon stages, and then you go into a regular phase. And, you know, you kind of move on from Spark, I feel like it's what you make out of it. And the orders that are coming in, whether they're worth your time whether they're worth the money is worth your time and the miles so those are kind of like the three factors of spark you have to consider but do you think like okay so i i'm gonna actually say i don't know this for sure but i'm actually gonna say that i think you came into spark even a little later than others maybe it was just because you were on the waiting list whatever some people were already going off about how great spark was i just remember this then you did get on it. And even then you were jamming it too. Do you even yeah. think that after post January and stuff, do you think it's going to go back to that? I don't know whether it'll go back to that. Um, granted, I really haven't, you know, given it a fair shake to say yes or no, just because I have so many apps right now going at the same time that, you know, through multi-apping, I'm kind of throwing them all out there and seeing what they can produce for me. So it's just not one app. You know, when I first got on to Spark, I was jamming it because every app that I try that's new, I feel like I give it my all just to see what it can do for me and my market. And then I'll ease up and go, okay, now how does it work with me multi-apping? And then I, you know, integrate it into my multi-apping world. So I think I was jamming on Spark just because like I integrated myself into Spark to see what it could do for me. I got you. Um, David, I don't think you were doing Spark, um, but I'm interested to hear what you think because um, the fact that they have outlets that don't use Spark drivers and have employee drivers, 
And the fact that I've been reading articles on more of those opening, I haven't read anything about integrating more Spark drivers, leads me to believe um, Spark is going to be like a backup to locations that can more put the product out. You know, and I, instantly I'm thinking about like Minneapolis that did the shipped uh, center where you can't go shop, but they have all your orders ready. So if you're a ship driver, you just pull up to a loading dock and they throw it in. There is no shopping inside that one. And that's kind of what I'm wondering is, are, is are, are things going that way? But even in a W2 model, it's the worst time to be creating a gig model for these companies. And this is one of the largest in the country. So um, yeah, I think I Walmart, Walmart's a big company, right? So I think they're going to be trying both and probably a couple other things you and I aren't even hearing about, right? So I think sure they were super cautious with rolling out Spark. Right. So remember, there was a reason that they worked with DDI was in typical Walmart fashion. They were like, we have a bunch of W2 workers. We don't want our own 1099 workers because that might muddy the waters. So we're going to pay this other company to hold all the risk for us, basically. Right. And that took them a long time before they were comfortable with bringing that in. I think in the same way, you know, they're going to be trying a bunch of stuff. They're going to have some stores where people are W2. They're going to have some stores where it's 1099, but full time. I think they're just going to keep experimenting. I have a question for Kim actually on that note. Is like, Kim, have you gotten incentives from Walmart Spark recently? I asked because uh, yeah, they hound me like five times a day with these incentives, at least in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, and it's always don't forget about the exciting incentive. You know, earn forty dollars extra if you complete eight trips, basically. That's exciting. Uh, but they just... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Wait, wait, I was David, like, David <laughs> you were on Spark? Yeah. You haven't tried it? Uh, I got on Spark like a month ago, probably. A month or okay. two ago. Okay. Uh, I've just been traveling and I packed up and moved out of my house like a couple days ago. So I'm like, the last thing I want to do was go pick up more boxes <laughs> in this exact week. <laughs> basically, just given my life has been boxes recently. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been noticing these like five dollars incentives, basically. Yeah, so you, the Spark incentives are probably one of the best incentives for new drivers I've seen on any platform. They load you with incentives that you're like, oh my god, this is like I've never seen anything like it. When I first started, I think I had a complete. I'm trying to remember, I think it was like five, ten, I think it was 10 deliveries and you got 200 extra dollars. And then each order was like an additional like $10 on top of what you were doing. And you're like, oh my God, I'm like racking up, you know, the big bucks here. And then it doesn't carry on, but you get an incentive almost every day on Spark. And I think that's one of the best things, at least in my opinion about Spark, is they're always running some kind of incentive that actually gets you towards your goals quicker. So it might be eight trips for $45 during Christmas. I think I was seeing like eight trips for like $98. Like they, if there is a demand there, you're going to actually see a lot of their incentives come through. Um, They now, in my opinion, they now limit their incentives, like their dollar incentives to like their specialized um, delivery such as like advanced auto parts. They now have a partnership with, um, I'm trying to think, they are now doing prescription deliveries. I just saw one come across today, $5 for every prescription delivery that you do. So they really do incentivize their drivers as much as they can. 
Yeah, I think one thing there's. <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, let's again, try. again <laughs> Lou, I'm with you though. It's it's market to market. Like uh, I never got yeah. on Spark. Tony never got on Spark. Lisa, the driven mom, got on Spark here, and she just said right out of the gate, nothing is good. And this was mm-hmm. last yeah. year. She's like, I don't know what people are talking. And we always have to, even though we say it a lot, we always have to repeat it that market yeah. to market because literally yeah. those two do gig work. I do gig, we do gig work a ton in this town. It's great gig work town. And they, she said nothing, nothing on that yeah. platform in our town. Let's see. If but I Steve, I think one thing I'd actually heard uh, somebody had told me this who had worked at Walmart was basically the person whose brainchild or baby was Spark. Uh, I think got promoted to like the C-suite uh, oh. at Walmart. Uh, so I think to some extent, I guess it will at least be kicking for a while because it seems like it's. Yeah. You know, but I just wonder, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Like I, I kind of figured that like maybe in the near, one of the things they would truly do is really X out the other gig app companies and let the spark drivers have it since they have enough. Cause that was always oh, yeah. their talks anyway. And now you're, now we're sitting here talking about <laughs> Uber eats roadie. This, that, the other Instacart can go to Walmart. So it's like, okay, you nothing good happened here. Like you've got did now Lou, you've got every app coming here. That's true. They they always had that. Lou, did you just get approved? Or what, yeah, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> it's open. I can actually sign up for Spark. Hey, there you go. Live, do it now. Yeah, yeah dude, that's, car- that's karma. You can go ahead. Referral code? You got a referral code? Somebody? I say, do you want my referral code? Of course I do. Hey, Kim, put it in the private chat for him. Give it a referral code. You get something. I get something. So when was when was the last time you opened it and looked? Uh, like probably a month and a half ago, maybe two months ago. Okay. I actually got far, and then I went to go do the credit check or whatever, or the background check, and then it it like locked me out. Like it said, I wasn't approved. I'm like, well, did I get arrested at some yeah, point? Yeah, what'd you do, know. man? I don't know that. <laughs> uh, it was probably, it was probably just a bad check yeah. or background yeah. check. Yeah, that guy was just having a bad day. Ah, forget it. They're all yeah. criminals. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, I'm starting, I'm starting to think they don't even do the background check at checker. They just got a guy who's pissed off or not. And he's like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. no. no. Like, They're like, Associated with Steve Johnson. I've seen him on YouTube. No way. Or just a guy no who way. like pushes this eleven times, then this once. He yes, recommends yes, 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 yes. No. Yes, he yes, recommended yes, yes, rideshare no. rodeo. No way. <laughs> I'm still one of the only three recommendation sites on legal rideshare. You Where you heard about him one. from? <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. I'm not even in Chicago. Um, <laughs> But okay, this I know you two have a, a lot of, to say on it, and I know Kim and I do. So this is interesting. I want to talk about Instacart. <laughs> I want to talk about Instacart because um, something really bothered me. So we were doing, we were talking about a study a few weeks ago on the roundtable about um, dashers and some bad habits, and and then there's been some talk about, you know, is that just one of those false studies though? I believe it to be somewhat true. Maybe it's a little off on the numbers, but I really believe the the part-time workers in that study, the people who do seven, the 85% who do 17 hours a week work on gig platforms a week. And out of that, the 65% who do seven hours or less out of the 100%, 65% 
65 to 7 or less. I don't think they care. So I think they were a lot of that problem in the survey. But here's a new thing that is popping up for Instacart. I don't know if you guys saw this or not. It happened last week. Um, there was an Instacart uh, issue that got caught. It's probably happening lots of places. But it was at a Kroger. And the Kroger's actually put a timeout on Instacart working out of that Kroger for a minute while they try and figure out what to do here. Because more than once, the shoppers were adding up to $40 of groceries to the to the uh, app. And now I'm not the biggest Instacart person, but we talked about this at length with other people who do a lot of Instacart last week. Okay. So they were saying, well, yeah, you can do it, but they should be getting alerts or this or that. Okay. But first of all, when by default, you don't get an Instacart receipt. By default, you're paying more for every grocery you get from Instacart than it would cost in the store. You don't have the receipt. So is that part of the reason that this is being missed? Because right now this Kroger is lost. They're like, dude, why is every customer? Because customers are coming back and saying, hey, this I haven't looked at my statement in a while. So again, it's a part of it's on them. But um, there's a there's a discrepancy here. There's a problem. Um, and so I'm just I, wondering, I didn't even know, like usually with apps, I wonder like add item must be tough. One of John Dash's theories, I believe, I've thought about it a lot since last week, I believe is a good um, thing that might be, ha- or not, it's not good, but I, I believe this could be happening where somebody order, you know, you see 54 items, uh, 65 units. So, you know, you're getting two or three of a, of a certain thing. One of John's theories was maybe they're delivering two, had an order for three, paid for it, took one. Um but I don't know how it's coming out to around $40. I mean, again, this platform, in my opinion, is one, I, I, they're all sketchy, but if they have bots that have been around since day one, no other, no other platform has bots or any kind of interference like this at all. Whereas if you put the word Instacart on any social platform, even the bots attack you and try and get you to join groups. Instacart doesn't care that they exist. They're fine with it. That's kind of the upper echelon group, those people who are with those type programs and pay monthly dues. I think that's disgusting. I think that's wrong. Um, And I I find it interesting that they don't even fight it or care. Now we got shoppers stealing. They use a different pricing system, and that's before their pricing that they add on to you, service fee, processing, all this, that, the other. Um, I know my orders are worse than everybody's markets. I show them all the time. But with all this going on to see $9 to go sh- do two shopping delivers 3.6 miles, two stops. That's two hours of my time for four fifty an hour. I'm not doing those. And I'm actually beyond offended that those even exist. Um, I know tr- sometimes they try and stack it so that the order with a tip will help out the one that doesn't have a tip. But in my market, mostly it just sucks. I mean, like really, I couldn't take any of them. They're just that Not bad. Not any shops that are two two stores. I think it's interesting yeah. though. So it's kind of funny. We're not only Instacart shoppers, but we're also customers. Um, <laughs> so, I'm, so yeah, we, we we don't we don't want to do any Walmart shops, but we have no problem uh, doing Instacart. But uh, doing making other people shop for us at Walmart uh, through Instacart. Do, do you have you seen that? Do you get re- you don't get receipts through Instacart when you no? Do Instacart? I'm wondering if the cut if if the Instacart 
shopper is giving them the receipt because then they're getting the receipt that's totally a different amount. And then they're I mean, you have to take a picture of the receipt. That's too. this is Mary, that's exactly why Instacart actually because per- Instacart upcharges. Right. So they prefer the you don't get the receipt. There's actually right. another like, step oh. the customer has to take. You guys probably know this being a customer. There's an extra step right. you have to take to say, hey, I actually want the receipt. And it's like you know, it's not like a flow. Oh, field. I never even noticed that. It's like it's like something oh. you got to go to like advanced features while doing. Yeah, the it's not, that's not on the main screen. But but that but I'm wondering if the 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 shopper gave them the receipt and it said it was twenty dollars. And then when they got their Instacart bill, they were like, "Wait, I spent sixty dollars. Why why am?" And they went back to the store. Maybe. Yeah, because you know what's really funny too about about Instacart is you take a picture of the shelf. And Instagram never really thought about this. When, when there when there is an item that's at that's out of stock, and I guess it's why they kind of changed now that they don't have you take pictures anymore, mm-hmm. is is probably because when you take a picture of the shelf, there are different prices on the shelf than what they have in the apps. Right. So, so the customer's customer like, oh, I want that one for two ninety nine, but it's really before. like five ninety nine for the Instacart shopper. Yeah. R- right. So, so they're, they're probably doing what Dumbling does. Same thing. They're probably using a nationwide average on the app. Mm-hmm. Just because that's mm-hmm. the only way to keep the item prices. But the problem is they're using a nationwide average and then they're upping the price. And as right. far as I've tried to break down with people, we can't find symmetry. It's not like a percentage. It's not like, oh yeah, every item's 2.2%. It's like it olive oil might be 17% marked up. Toma- a can of tomatoes might be 2%. Is it confirmed There's, Instacart's upping it though, and not and not the supermarkets like they? Oh, like, yeah, for yeah, example, no, the, Instacart the has their own pricing charge. model that every item is above the supermarket. Okay, not by much. I mean, it doesn't look it adds up, but yeah. not by much. But every item is more than it is, and that's right. without service fee processing any of that. That's just the cost mm-hmm. of the groceries. Yeah. Hey, Steve, didn't the article say that the customer saw on her receipt that there was like a pair of women's clogs or something? like? Something yeah, crazy. that's the kind of thing I'm adding. Oh. We're, it, yeah, but I mean, that's like one of them. Like sometimes it's they're adding like, you know, I, again, I go back to are they adding just even a candy bar or a soda upon checkout? Are some adding like like some of their food, uh, $8 of food on every order that day and getting their groceries for the week? Now, did, right, did they, did they find out who the shopper was? Was it the same shopper for they each fi- of I mean, they caught the one, but now this, the Kroger right now is undergoing something because it was getting complaints about other things relative. So I actually called the Kroger because <laughs> I wanted to talk did to the manager. Really? Yeah, I didn't get in, I didn't hard, get in touch with them, now. but investigator. Um, I'm gonna I'm well, I'm gonna contact him again. I mean, a Kroger manager can't be that hard to track down. Come on. Um, yeah, it's, it's, he's not a celebrity. You know, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to ask him to break any kind of policy. I just want to understand what led him because he's, he's kind of put out a ban. Instacart can't, I mean, could they be doing it under the radar? Maybe, but he's actually, they've actually called it in is no more Instacart shoppers here for a minute. We're trying to figure some things out. Let me ask you, Lou and Mary, since you actually shop like your actual customers of Instacart, when a customer, like say I'm shopping for you and I go to hit that little plus sign that I want to add, I'm making this up like a package of pasta because you asked me to get you an extra package of pasta. Does that come through as a text message to you saying, it, Kimberly, add it? It pops up on your app as, um, and you have to review it. 
So what's happening is if they're doing that, they're when they're when they're going to check out, it's not actually approved by the the shopper, but they're just going they're they're going past it. You see the like one they're jumping ahead. The one company that got it right was uh, rest in peace Corner Shop. <laughs> um, Corner Shop was very uh, sticky about replacements and actually had a whole had a whole waiting period. We had to wait five minutes uh, for the customer to be able to review all the changes. Instacart, you don't have to do that. It gets to the, to the review section and you just say, okay, well, everything is good because, because the truth is, you know, as shoppers, we don't want to sit here and wait for them to review something because half, half the time they're not even looking at the phones. If they forgot they even did an Instacart or half of these customers, you know, they're not looking at their phones. Um, or they just, they're kind of uh, technology illiterate. They don't really understand even what's going on. You know, you got the 95-year-old lady that ordered Instacart. Do you really think she knows what she's doing? She's just a little a kid told her how to hit the buttons. That's it. You know, so... Or they um, use it every week and they disabled all the notifications. Like, dude, stop which is Which is me. nothing. Right. They may have notifications. There's a million reasons. But the ones so that... So the shopper, you just, you just go, okay, well, well, we're good. But the ones that do that, they, they usually have the good substitutions. They tell you okay, I, I want a refund if it's not there. They, they're usually very good. It's the new ones that aren't watching the app. And That being said, I think that's a major, major issue. The fact that there's, there's, no, there's no receipt. Like w- when you do ship, because uh, well, we haven't really done ship, but like when you do Target. You get a receipt from, you get a from receipt. Target. That, that's a major issue, in my opinion. Because you're getting t- target prices, because yeah. you pay a yeah. you pay for a but, membership. But even, but even right. still, but yeah, right. and, and, but I, the bottom line is, even if it's going to be um, the Instacart prices, mm-hmm. I mean, hello, just freaking, just just make a freaking program, you know, to email the customer with an itemized list of everything that was purchased. Mm-hmm. And everything that that was that was out of stock that had to be replaced and or and or refunded. Like, how difficult is that? You know, I, I guess I would go back to change your change your service prices car, and, stuff, and just that. go <laughs> back to the. But just go back to the. You know, use the store prices. You're already not a transparent company. You're already scamming people. So I mean, just at least show the real grocery prices. Why are you marking them up? Because they're they're not they're not even paying the the shoppers. The double batches are, are, are a crime. And we've done a couple of the triple batches. And the triple batches we do uh, are they, they economically make sense. A, because the item count is low enough. Like we always say, can we get this done in an hour? And if we can, or can we get done a lot amount of time? Okay, and does that match up with what our goal is for the day to be able to bang out that order? But it's a crime what they do with that base and bag. and the tip it's, has to be really good. Yeah, it's 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 out of control. Seven dollar, like seven dollar base pay. I don't even think it even goes up uh, on a double or or a triple batch. It stays the same, which is a complete which is a complete crime. You know, so just like every other app, but especially you know more so always you know with DoorDash, um, tip tip is everything. And Instacart, that's a and people like like not tipping like we're freaking doing your shopping for you. I mean, hello, you, you could have gotten that and, and gone to the supermarket. You don't want to do it. I, we I, I get it. We we do the Instacart as well. We don't want to go to Walmart and do our own shopping. Forget it. Um, shout out to Kim. You want to do the shopping at Walmart and do the spunk. That's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. Honestly, Walmart has, in my opinion, out of all the shopping apps, they are the best app to do a shop and pay for. 
there's no substitution. Uh, like, the customers choose their substitution. So as a driver, you don't even communicate with the customer through the entire shop. So if I go in there looking for like a pen, if they don't have a substitution, you move on to the next item. If they do have a substitution, you just scan the substitution and you move on. Like it's such a quick and easy process. Mm -hmm. And they have it down to the aisle number and then a section number. So you know exactly where the item is. Like ship. But that's huge. That's my, that's the part I like. I'm like, that's the part. Like that's how ship does it too. Instacart was supposed to roll out something with like a map to actually point out to you where something was uh but but instacart is instacart like card is yeah, in, it tells you the aisle like in, in our we have stop and shop and it tells you the aisle and then it tells you like what is, what's the shelf like four it's like but, but nobody, it's not shelf four nobody it's, actually <laughs> really even knows what that means and but the thing that's also funny about instacart is we're bashing is even though we look we by the way it's spoiled but we love instacart by the way i know i know you do that's why i thought you did people but, to ask this question to yeah but like another thing about instacart is um, they, I know we're completely off topic, by the way, they completely change their app every five minutes about like how, like the procedural stuff, you know, about how to do a replacement, how to talk to a, how, how to have a conversation with the customer, um, how, how to, uh, n- now they've added on another thing, which I never even explained how to do it, that you can now look at batches while you're doing a shop, which I don't know why you'd want to be able to do both. Are you concentrating on the shop or are you looking for more batches? Like what exactly are you doing? Right. You know? Um, so, and now they had some stupid ring too, which was really annoying. Yeah. It wouldn't shut off, but that's another issue. But, but to go back to the, even the base pay, like we still don't understand how one order can be like a $7 base and it will have like 15 items. And then one that has like 30 items will have a $7 base pay. Like what? There, makes no sense. It like, makes no sense. They're, they're, we, they're, we don't understand. I've tried to analyze it. I've tried to break it down. I tried to do the math. It's, it's, it's. It's beyond like anything that nothing to do with distance, nothing to do with how long it's been in the queue, maybe nothing, right. no yeah. clue, no clue. That, no. that, 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 like we've seen orders where, where, where the drop off is like literally like five blocks away from the store that could have a higher base pay than you know, like a Walmart, which you know, all these Walmarts, Walmarts, this is the reason why big reason I do the Walmarts also is because the mileage is out of control. Um, you know, 10, 15 miles for, for a Walmart delivery. Um, where the base pay is seven dollars, it makes no sense. Why do I? Why am I going to drive fifteen miles? The Walmart customer like hardly ever tips, and it's and it's seven dollars, and it's always batched together with two or three other Walmart orders. Um, so yeah, I just their their pay structure makes absolutely no sense. It, it makes no sense. One great thing is the incentive. Once in a while, we've done them. They throw out these incentives with this guaranteed pay. Um, the last one we did, I think the guarantee was like $96 mm-hmm. and I don't know why they do this. Um, and it's random it's and like random, he'll get but, it and then I won't get it or I'll get it and he won't get it. Which is also kind of funny, but, but, but it's batch pay only. They guarantee $96 batch pay, which is never happening. you you know, <laughs> so you're always going to get the bonus because it says, uh, guaranteed six orders, $96. But how are you getting $96 in batch pay through six orders when you're only paying $7 each. So it's great. I'm going to get a bonus guaranteed. I'll do seven stupid orders and get, right. and get $96 plus tips. But you have to make sure tips. you're getting tips. Right. Yeah. Plus tips. So I know we're just like doing 70 topics and like, no, I, I, I'm just, in, <laughs> I, you know, all, all, I think we, we all, all, of the, all of these apps have a little sketchiness to them. I mean, let's be honest, especially the big ones, you know, the big ones, the giants, they all do tricks, 
things you got to do, games, and stuff that I just think needs to be eliminated. But Instacart to me is just blowing it up with across the. I mean, I know you guys enjoy doing it. That means to me, that means you make money on it. So that's fine. We, 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 we cherry pick them. We, we, we cherry pick them. And the orders, like the orders that we take are these like 10 item, 15 item orders that are getting paid $20 that are at the stop and shop. You know, we most of our shops are at stop and shop, which is our local supermarket that we know really well. And we're able to bang these things out in a half hour. So when you when, when you do the math, if we can make $20 in a half hour, mm-hmm. it's it, like it's a no brainer. Like why would like why wouldn't and we? we and we sometimes take the small ones that are like even eleven, twelve dollars. They got they yeah, got five items. We can bang that out. A couple in, items like, and literally ten right minutes. around the corner because we get yeah. that a lot. She can bang it out in ten minutes. When I try to do this by myself, trust me, it's a completely different. <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> I mean, David. Like, okay, so I know you're not going to have an answer for this, but I got to put it out there, man. Like, why why have the bots been allowed since 2017? And I mean that by why is there no team that's out to stop this? I actually don't know how good. I actually don't know how good the lead, latest version of the bots are. So I know that. Well, the group. Okay, huge. let's talk about specifically the groups that sell bots. The groups that guarantee and sell good offers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I that, that's. I guess what I'm saying is, I knew. I know the bots were super good. Mm-hmm. As of like a year to two years ago. My impression is that because it got mentioned in the New York Times and a bunch of newspapers, a bunch of people decided to get into the Instacart bot game. Mm-hmm. But my impression is most of them don't really work. So Right. Uh, I, I don't know how many of them work, but I have been trying to follow up on this. And like, there's some, there's one I found on Reddit and it's their groups are like hardcore was turned on to this one's still working very well. So there, and again, it is market to market though. Like this one specifically says it's only in eight cities. So you have to be in one of these eight cities to even for them to even, they're telling you up front, Hey, we're going to charge you money, but it only works in these eight cities. And so I was yeah, thinking, you know, what's going on here? Like, Instacart had actually made a pretty nuclear choice, like a year or two ago where basically to try and wipe out the bots, they said, you can only ever be logged into an Instacart. Uh, like as a, you can only be logged into an to your Instacart account on one phone at a time, basically, right? So I'm not sure, Lou, Mary, Kim, if you've ever tried to like log into your same Instacart account across multiple phones, but it generally no. doesn't work. I only not, have right? on my people have our own Instacart too. accounts on both of our phones, and just you know. Yeah, so that makes sense. So that was what they did to try and kill the bots. My impression with how the bots work is like you pay them and then you log on to the bots Instacart account mm-hmm. or something like that. So I think that's well, when, how when you log into when you log into Instacart now, um, uh, you get sent a, a code that you have to put in. So they, you get text message a code to put in. They got to put in the Instacart yeah. app before you can even log in. And then they also yep. once in a while do the whole. Uh, uh, selfie. Uh, selfie thing. Picture, you got a yeah. profile picture. Each you have to actually do a profile picture each side. Like it's like a mugshot thing that you actually have to like sit here yeah. and do. You know, yes. Well, my hand. impression with Instacart is it's sort of weird. Is like uh, I don't know. I would I'd, actually think that'd be a really interesting podcast to be honest, Steve. Is to talk to somebody who's used one of these bots recently because yeah. my impression is it's not easy. Yeah, Kim. So let me get this straight. So as a person who wants to make money. 
I mm. have to pay one of these bots to get me better orders, but that still eats into my profits of getting the better orders. So what's the purpose? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Not, not that, but you still have to, you still have to do the shop too. Right. You still have to do the right. shop. So I remember what David's talking about when bots were everywhere and the groups were everywhere and you could just sign up for them and they would be in your area, all this, that, and the other. The most recent one that I was turned on to, what it did was it said in this area um, that you get 15 days for free and you can expect to make this much. So you're going to go in knowing what you're going to make. And that's with their money taken out. So it reminded me a lot of what um, uh, the one guy was doing with DoorDash. Uh, when everybody was ru rushing for Top Dasher and he was doing the, um, you know, we know how to tell you which batches to take and join our Discord and pay 40 bucks a, a week and we'll get you the best. Um, you've talked to him, Kim. I'm just drawing a blank on his name. Um, Vegas guy. I know. I I know who you're talking oh, about. Richard? I'm blanking on the name. Yeah, Richard. I mean, Richard had a Richard had a program going where he charged people forty dollars a week to be on Discord, and he guaranteed you the best orders. Richard Gary, in fact, emailed me yesterday that Richard finally shut his Discord down yesterday. So I was happy to hear that because I know he's been he's been. I hate talk. I, I'm not trying to talk bad about people. I'm just being honest. He was taking a lot of money for, I don't think a service he was providing. Hmm. Um, but now the fact of where you have to be with top dasher and the new diamond status and stuff, it, I don't think that what he was doing was working, but he was guaranteeing it too, but it was different. This, these were guaranteed. Like they weren't going to take your first payment until you saw that it was working. So yeah, as I understand it now, like this one specifically, it's grabbing the best batches and it's distributing them to you. And yes, it's charging you a fee, but it's making sure that you're getting the batches that will overpay you uh, way more than what you're going to pay in the fee. I think where it gets sketchy is there's two ways to do it, right? So either they're saying, hey, we have our own account and we are grabbing the good batches and they exist on our account, but you're going to pay us to do the work through our account and hope we don't screw you and just take the earnings, basically. So that's option number one. Option number two is like it's a bot that you can run on your own account, but when the bot is running, you can't be logged onto Instacart. So it's basically one of those where it's like, trust us and we'll tell you when to log on and to do the work. Basically, yeah. are the two ways to log it uh, that they would be able to do it. Uh, I know this just because we poked a bunch at Instacart to see if we could just auto like make it a bit easier to integrate earnings and stuff into the app. Uh, so I guess those are the two ways, but yeah, I haven't used an Instacart bot that's worked in a while. I think a great Instacart like feature for Pero would be, hey, in your area, are like our bots existent, and what size orders are they taking? I don't know if you could reverse engineer that, but that that would be interesting to me to see is is Denver so bad because we're one of those yeah. bot cities? Because yeah. now well, like we were said, looking at is everywhere, like, and I, yeah. I'm wondering now is is it this bad because we're a bot city? Because uh, now there are just bot cities. Because I think for us, it's like we always have the philosophy that it's not fair for somebody to have an auto bot that takes something, right? Because you're taken away from others. But I think what we were looking at trying to build was just like, hey, a batch just dropped that Instacart sent you an order from, and it meets your criteria. Do you want to click here to accept it? Basically, mm -hmm. which felt like that was fair. So I think we were looking like at that and for a while. And auto accept for Instacart would actually be amazing. 
um, yeah. like meeting that criteria. I, I don't know if that's like, I, I don't know if that's, yeah. I mean, to me, that seems like it would be okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, guess I'm trying to also think <laughs> of the logic of these bots. Like all, a lot of drivers are, com- well, always say that a lot of these companies are controlling what orders are given out to drivers and they have the ultimate control but yet you hire a bot who's still controlling really the orders that you're seeing because they're grabbing the best orders but they're still controlling the orders that they're giving you as a bot right see here comes conspiracy steve okay so i gotta say like i have been curious if these bots are actually part of of the damn company on a higher that. tier where they're then like, yeah, obviously it's not part of Instacart Corporation, but they've got other companies who feed off them and they're feeding them the best ones. And, and they have somewhat even involvement because that's why I asked and since 2017, why has this not been shut down? If you type the word Instacart on any social platform, if you guys haven't done this or if you have, you know this. If you type it in there. Somebody within 24 hours will respond to whatever comment you made. Even if it was, I had a great day on Instacart, you will receive a message saying, so-and-so can get your account reactivated. Contact this person. They're the only company I know that does it. And it happens every time you put their name into any social platform. And and, and it is so much fun having to sit here and block a million of those freaking comments on your YouTube videos. Right, Kim? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys know if you use the word Instacart, oh we all know this. It's not even like if you use DoorDash and all up. these other. We never see anything like this. Yeah, only Instacart. Yeah. You put yep. Instacart, and you could be praising it. It doesn't matter. They will it comment. That they can save you. It, it 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 wouldn't shock me. I feel like a lot of companies do you know do things like that. You know that have um almost like hey dude, we're paying you ghetto pay. But this other company that we're loosely affiliated with can get you three times the pay, but you got to pay them some money. Mm-hmm. So it's like a yeah. so it's like a I perk plan like with Instacart any, through a different company. I also just feel like it's sort of any you know, anything that hits the internet. I think it's one of those where I bet you a bunch of these bunch of these bots like they don't actually have anything that works, right? But it's just one of those where like once they read it was on the news, they're like, "There's going to be some sucker that will pay me for this to try oh, it out, course. and it's yeah. not going to yeah. work." Right. Yeah. So I bet you like 95% of the bots don't even work. Right. right. I've just, this, like this specific one Reddit group, I've been kind of, you know, me and Reddit anyway, David, <laughs> ever since I put the word para in there a couple of years ago, I should have just started a new Reddit account because <laughs> I pretty much became hated person number one. People, <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, this, but Reddit, Reddit had a thing for during the first tip transparency with para, where if you put the word para in any group at all, it didn't even have to be related. They, there was no warning. They were like, you're gone. Get the get out. Really? It's like, dude, I what? Just mention something. It's oh like- no, it's it's still there. So if you go to the DoorDash drivers, <laughs> if you go to the DoorDash drivers Reddit, like the main one, to this day, rule number one is do not violate DoorDash's terms of service. This includes use or promotion of the Para app. So to this <laughs> day, <laughs> it's the number one rule. Right. And Reddit and Reddit is the biggest website in the world. Did they ever say why? Like, did they ever tell you why? Like, they have this thing against parent? Uh, yeah, it was I mean, they were saying transparency. Yeah, they're saying it was making people potentially break the terms of service. And for a while, they're calling it that P app. 
So they'd be like, don't yeah. mention that P app. And of course, everybody would be like, so what's that app? And then they'd come visit us and download the apps. It actually worked out perfectly, right? But talk about that app that makes that, that makes doing gig work a million times safer and a million yeah. times easier. And a million well, you know, times it's one of those was like, don't talk about it. I was like, don't talk about what, right? Like, See, I walked uh, right into that room and I was like, so what do you guys think about Para? And they were like, dude, Satan, get out of here. Like, I was like... <laughs> Hang on, man. I just want to talk. I thought this was real. Uh, so, so do you have like all the negative downvotes or something like that? <laughs> like, I mean, it, it really did. Other uh, groups felt like that too. Reddit just didn't want to talk about Para. They didn't want it on there. And I was surprised because I'm like, this is the platform that should have a pro-Para side too. Like there should have been Reddit groups that were like, no, dude, we're going to talk about DoorDash. And I felt like anywhere you went, if you put the word Para, they were like, dude, you know better. I didn't realize Reddit had like that. I thought Reddit was like free for all. Any like the videos our kids watch of like people reading Reddit stories and stuff, stuff like that. There's actually like yeah. Well, I mean, I could have gone. David and I could have gone off and created a Reddit group. It's just they, you know, the power of the bigger groups would have. The people on Reddit wanted what's on that these DoorDash groups, and all of them were saying no para, no, you don't discuss para on here. They treated it like Fight Club. Yeah, we don't talk about power. Yeah, we don't talk about power right here. <laughs> like, all right. like, I do. Okay, well, then you're kicked out. I was like, I hate Reddit anyway. So. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we can't talk about para, but can we talk about the para app? <laughs> no, because you would have had to say, <laughs> even type in para, David was saying, what, what he said, P, the P app. Yeah. Started like yeah. so. I think that was the workaround. Was people that, like, were trying that instead of the para. local bathroom? Is that and what even that, that got I, to I that app? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But no, they were like, no para. Okay, well then, what about the P app? No, that's para. No, dude. I mean, they were and they just ban you. There was no warnings. You were gone huh. if you said it. So I I don't know. It always the whole yeah, that was that was a wild that was a wild time. I was like, I'm sort of confused, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. It just, it always weirds me out. Um, But the Instacart thing really weirds me out because I feel like with the bots, with the up pricing in grocery, with the other fees, with um, the low pay and yes, low pay for grocery shoppers. I know that market to market and I know, I know random Ryan, you know, like he comes, he actually has been, he watches our Friday radio show every week now. And we kind of, we get into it a little bit about Instacart. I know Austin rocks for him. I know that he does very well in that market and he's now convinced me like we've talked enough times where I get it. He does. I'm sure there is. And I've heard about other Texas markets, but I, most of all, even market to market, most people don't rave about Instacart. Most people. Because he gets really good tips though. Right. But I'm, I'm saying like most, even the good markets, like you guys do okay on it. Great. <laughs> but like most markets don't rave about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, well, with not only that, with all this sketchy stuff, it's a it's a wonder they're even around. We should really do a video where we show is I, I feel like that's one thing that we don't do enough service for on our channel because it's really kind of hard to do, but we probably should. I mean, we we do get we do see a lot of bad Instacart orders, but we never talk about them because it's not like DoorDash or Uber Eats where the order comes in and I get to make a decision about it. It's just like you see the order yeah. and you don't even like talk yeah. about it. Okay, no, I have it. Crappy, I just don't see good orders. Order. Yeah. You know, like, but like we, we have we have Aldi, which, you know, it, good Aldi orders are very few and far between. We, you know, the Walmart orders, um, you know, for the most part, the only good orders we ever really get are 
like another uh, are, are, the, are the stop and shop orders and you know some of the other smaller uh type um the supermarket the pet stores and the the wabai you know the the wabai nature type stores but then like we see some liquor stores on here which are which are we don't want to do liquor anyway uh which are like complete and complete insanity um, yeah. So there, I, I would actually love to like show a lot of the bad orders just to kind of, cause I feel like, I feel like our, our channel is, seems very pro Instacart, uh, but just to show that there is a negative aspect and, and that there are still uh, I'd say 80%, 85% bad orders um, to the select 15% of actual takeable, takeable orders. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be interesting. I mean, I would, I got to tell you, I'd be even interested to see like what, like Mary, like what, how it looks like on an, in, when you guys order Instacart. Yeah. We, uh, we, because we, I, we, now again, like part, here you are telling yeah. me you don't get receipts. Nobody gets yeah. receipts. Right. Uh, cheap plug to our other channel, the Mary Blue Vlogging Experience. We will do something like that over on that channel. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, mean, I, I would love to see that because even that experience should be weird to people that you don't get a receipt. Right. That it should is, be it, strange. It is weird. It, it is weird. I, I really wonder, you know, what these customers are are thinking, like when they get the bag and there's no receipt, um, the customer like we know because we we work in the gig economy. Um, you know, Joe Blow over on, you know, 7th Street has no freaking clue. You know, he just ordered a bunch of groceries because it was convenient because he didn't have time to go out. He went out to Instacart. And he didn't think twice about the pricing because he, you know, he wasn't really thinking about it. This is a convenient thing. I mean, it's why we do well, it. It's a convenient thing. And, you know, he doesn't know. And maybe he's wondering, why, why the hell didn't I get a receipt? Well, what was it last week or, the, or two weeks ago? One of my coworkers, she went to go. I, I don't know. I forgot to ask her what store she was ordering from. But her Instacart fees as a customer were $30. And she's like, ah, I, I don't have time to go to the store. I'm just going to do it. And she paid $30 extra on top of her groceries, plus whatever markup they they paid she paid i'm like i'm like i wouldn't have done it <laughs> see i gotta tell you that if i was doing even though i go to the store every week for max and i here's my example i don't use instacart as a as a customer but if i did if i i go every week for max and i for groceries i know how much our groceries are i know what i get if i were to put all those items even if they were out of a couple i can't tell you and i hate to say this but if if they're doing it right in minuscule amounts I don't know if I could tell you, even though I do it every week because they're always missing something or I get another thing or whatever's going on. I don't know if I could tell you, wait a minute, something funky is going on with this pricing. Unless I have the receipt, because then I can go, wait a minute, 126, I paid, it says 146 and then the fees. Right. And you What's get charged on. Like we had the time that we ordered from five below and we needed, uh, f- the girls were having their, uh, their graduation party and there was a situation with one of the items that you wanted to get the 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 the, the throwing the throwing the thing I don't know whatever the, one, the toys know. or whatever that you wanted to get for the for the kids know. to play with. I remember he couldn't find the exact one but then he ended up deciding oh, to purchase yeah. like a three in one thing instead. Oh no it was a and, Walmart order. Yeah and we we didn't we didn't authorize yeah. the three in one he was he was just like ah well you guys are gonna like this so I'm gonna get this for you guys instead. Um and it was more money. It was it, it was more money but still there was no receipt um just that and now, he already had, che- and he already had checked more out. money now and it was and we were getting ready for the party so i couldn't like be watching it yeah and it was just like what yeah it's like hey you guys are gonna like this though so i'm gonna get this for you guys instead <laughs> i don't know i 
you know, I'm glad that you guys make money on Instagram. It was actually a great choice. It was, he actually did a good job. It was a great right. choice. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, like, but yeah, there should be better safeties on that. There should be, and I know they don't want to do it, but I mean, like, why is there nobody saying like, hey, it's cool that if you guys want to do that, but make sure that you are noting on very clearly on every screen, all items are marked up. Corner yeah. shop did everything right. We See where they are now. We miss you, Corner Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I'll never forget I got a uh inst- I had an Instacart order a couple days ago. Uh and I was looking at trying to find my receipts just now, and then I guess I stumble on this is a bit random, but like, hi David, thank you so much for letting me shop for you this evening. I hope you have a great night. Jennifer, disregard that last picture. Lol, please. And now I'm like, what is what is this what? last picture? What? <laughs> what? This is, <laughs> so this is exactly my point. Maybe she did it in the app. Maybe you don't have that part connected to your phone. So you're looking at the text, but in the app, right. you might see like, oh, here's Yeah, yeah, that's what I was, now I'm just like, what's that picture? I'm like, lol, please. <laughs> I mean, I know this will be kind of short. please and a butterfly emoji, and I'm like, I am so confused right now. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't mind this Snickers bar that I'm also buying. That's <laughs> And that's one of my main concerns is – more like, is somebody stealing 40 at once or are, is somebody doing 10 shops and stealing eight on every one worth of yeah. food and that's $80 of groceries for yeah. them? And I guess... Instacart, I think we're, we're this... Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, and I guess Instacart doesn't have... Uh, like Uber has it and Shipt has it to where if you spend more money than you're supposed to, the card gets declined. Uh, Shipt, you have to contact, contact customer support uh, we've had that happen before where a customer aired on like five or six items um, and through shipped it, it. I don't know if it's different now, uh, but when we did that particular order, we just had to go through the entire thing. She had to listen through a text message and we had to do everything through text message and add and add it on. And then shipped uh, had us contact customer support because the total was was so much more Uber. Uh, if it's a penny more, uh, they declined the card. So, you know, I don't know why Instacart. I'm, Instacart has a $50 leeway $50 to add items. Like, so if I go to your shop, I can add $50 worth of crap. That's a lot. That's That's a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like, that's unacceptable even. And and I, and I I think uh, personally, I think that, you know, there are two ways. There are two things you can do with any Instacart app. You can, you can replace the item where it's a specific replacement. Instacart suggests a replacement or you have the conversation with them and it's a replacement. And you can add an item. I think any second that you add an item, there 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 should be a flag on it. There should yeah. be a flag on it. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, yeah, whether you, you have the conversation with like the customer in the go, app or not. You can't bypass. You can't re- check out until yeah. it is actually reviewed by right. the the customer. Yes, it, it, is it is it going to be annoying for the shopper? Yes. Yes, but at the bottom, but the bottom line is you have to protect the customer. Yeah, and you have to protect yourself yeah. as as a shopper too, so you're not. CYA. Yep. Yeah. But also, I mean, like if the, you know, again, if you're using these faulty numbers and that's what I'm going to call them, I know it's upcharging and I know it's probably in their written language that we do this, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. You know what? That's sketchy. It's deceitful. Um, well, a- actually, uh, um, I, I will say this. Um, I went to go order on Instacart once and it did tell me uh, that the uh, prices. For that particular store, I don't remember what store I was going to be ordering from, 
uh, were going to be higher than what they were in the store. But I've only seen that once. I'm sure you don't see that for, for Walmart. No. Maybe, they, but maybe they were required to do that. Maybe just that particular store, like in their contract with Instacart, said that if yeah. you're going to do this, that you know mm-hmm. they need to know that like this is not us. Right? How sad? How How sad is that though? Yeah. Like you, you do other stores and then you see that like, hey, these are not the store prices. What? But it's actually pretty funny, Walmart, because it's so inexpensive. It's actually cheaper than it would be like our stop and shop. Mm-hmm. Like to even on Instacart <laughs> because it's it's because yeah. it's so it's such so economical to buy from Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> too bad it's too bad they're also evil. Kim, Kim, I, I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you about Inst. So Kim and I don't do Instacart. We joke about it all the time. But I know Kim recently onboarded some of her offboarded apps. Re re put them back up, and funny enough. Um, Kim signed up for Instacart in 2019, but she just did her first shop like two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Which I found pretty funny. Um, But what are you seeing on Instacart? Um, I feel like I'm like Lou and Mary a little bit. Like I... I am not adventurous and I, I am not going to do those two batched orders, three batched orders. Like I'm using Instacart. I feel like I would with food delivery apps. If it's like three items, five items, maybe 10 items and it's $11, $13 that I can go in, grab the items and out the door, short miles. That's what I've been doing. And I've been doing it like mid mornings when like, there's really nothing going on. Today, I was I was heading home for lunch, and I'm like, eh, let me turn it on. And I got one for, like, $11 for, like, two items. I'm like, yeah, I'll grab it. And it was going towards, like, my house. So I'm like, even better. So I got an additional $11. That's the way that's no I've been using it. Right, okay. But so you're that's taking those. And yeah, I that's know, what we use as a filler. In, and I, yeah, and, and I know DoorDash food. has some of the worst offers out because I've been doing DoorDash in the name of science a little bit. <laughs> And I'm just blown away how bad it is. I mean, like two, the new, I don't know if it's everywhere, but here there's base pay of $2. That's terrible. Oh. Um, oh. I saw a $2 and, or a $2.50. There's a place called Philly. Uh, there's a Philly cheesesteak about four blocks from my house in my neighborhood. And I am uh, about nine and a half miles from the south end of downtown where you have to take I-70, I-25. It's a whole ordeal. There was an order to take nine, or I'm sorry, it was 13.5 miles. Uh, that location, two of their subs, that distance, it came through at 250 and rerouted to me a minute later for 275 with no tip. That's terrible. I mean, these are like unreal orders, but I guess I wish I've, that would surprise me, but I would say like. I have a list that we run, which is what I call the worst offender list. So I, we have, I've seen thousands of these, right? So it's usually, we have a whole, I have probably a couple of thousand, 10 plus miles for $2.75 with no tip yeah. on them that I have examples of. So I'm like, I, never, never, I But I feel like I'm, see, David, I'm seeing more of those yeah. than I did 11 months yeah, ago. Because Steve, I pulled, like, I pulled that just for phone. Colorado once, <laughs> right? And I remember I found like 3,000 cases of that just in Colorado in yeah. like a couple month period. It's like, there's so many more of those than I think people realize. As bad as DoorDash is though, Uber Eats has the unbeat with a dollar fifty. Yeah, I get mixed. I get mixed reviews on Uber Eats. Some people love it. 
because they say the tips end up better. And uh, for whatever you know, reason, like, Uber Eats customer tips. Uber Eats customer just tips better they do. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. What it probably is. even though DoorDash added, it's probably because it's always been that you it's can tip amount, at any stage. But it's uh, the amount that Uber Eats suggests the customer tip towards their mm-hmm. driver. Like DoorDash and David, you probably know this better than I do. But when you order from DoorDash, usually they start their customers, what is it, at 10%, maybe 15%. Um, mm-hmm. And then the higher the dollar amount you go, the more that they suggest that they tip. Uber Eats, they start at, I think it's like 15 or 20% for their drivers. Mm-hmm. So they suggest a higher yeah. amount towards and their Uber customers. Eats even- they start to recognize. I, I saw that for me. They start to off. They they started moving me to like show like based off of the average of your previous tips. So mine defaults to twenty, right? Like Uber Eats starts me at twenty now, basically. So they they've done even done some smart stuff on that side. I was like, oh, this is interesting. There, right? we noticed you usually tip this amount, so now we'll default you there. The nice thing, the nice thing about the Uber Eats app as well is it it, it, it there's a connection between the customer and the driver. They can see the driver's picture. You can you can put something on the Uber Eats app like about yourself, why you're doing that. You can you have this connection with the customer where where DoorDash, you know, where DoorDash is there's there, there's really no there's no connection at all, which I think my, my I know we're so off topic now at this point. Um, <laughs> my, my 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 thought process is is that I because I, we're really seeing a big decline in DoorDash, a huge decline in DoorDash. Um, is customers uh, are are now going more towards uh, Uber Eats and using Uber Eats more more than DoorDash in general. And we're ha- and, and an uptick and, in, and we're having in an uptick Grubhub. in Grubhub. I think the Amazon thing is finally starting to actually kick in. Um, add in the fact that people just tip better on that app because the app is better at promoting, definitely better at promoting tips on Uber. Um, you know, just, yeah, I, I feel like the U- Uber's base pay has always been lower and I feel like it has, it's never mattered. I mean, it, Uber's U- Uber on stacks, their, their base pay is a complete disaster on stacks. Like I don't even know how they, they're, they're just as bad as Instacart when it comes to stack base pay. Uh, it's non-existent. Um, so I, I just think it's, it's just the type of customer using, you know, using the app similar to Instacart and shipped two totally different type, types of customers using using those apps. And and I ha- I, I forgot one comment in, on Instacart I find interesting is that they are finally allowing, if you've been tip-baited, they'll pay, as long as you call it in as the driver, if it was pulled, they'll pay you up to $10. Mm-hmm. So if, if there was a tip of $5, they'll pay it. Right. Even if good. somebody else pulls it off, which I find hysterical because if somebody tips me, if there's a $5 tip on a $15 order, I want to go up to the door and say, Hey, can you cancel that tip? You'll save the five bucks or make it 10 and then cancel it. So that I get $10. You pay zero. Yeah. It's a win-win. I mean, it's so stupid. It's the stupid and they've advertised. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know, Hey, it's a win-win. And then DoorDash paid me. Yeah. It's a DoorDash. It's a win-win, and then DoorDash paid me the base rate they should have anyways. Uh, I mean, Instacart. Instacart just paid me the base rate they should have anyways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but how sad is that? That I should go to the customer and go, "I appreciate the five dollar tip, but if you could just make that ten in an hour, you can just remove it, mm-hmm. pay zero, and I'll still get ten. 
Yeah, I, I sort of appreciate that they're trying to do something there, right? But I think where it really comes down to sort of tie up some of what we've been talking about is just, you know, you all know I'm sort of like a big proponent of transparency, but I think it's transparency for everyone involved in the marketplace, right? It's like mm-hmm. the consumer should know if they're being charged more or what the fee is or what's going on. The driver should know what's going on, what you're going to be paid, should have transparency in the pay. And that's really what it is, right? That's sort of, you know, how you make this all just a mm-hmm. little bit better is transparency for both sides of the marketplace, really. Yeah, which, which is which is why tips should like tips should not be allowed to be to be removed. I mean, that's the bottom line. They they shouldn't be allowed to be removed. No, without without solid cause in a phone call. Yeah. Right. Yes. I just can't exactly. believe. I feel like we've been talking about tip baiting or taking away tips for God, how many years now? And, and they never, and they find new ways though to do it even yeah, worse. But we've never evolved past this. Like we're still talking about it years later. Like we've talked about DoorDash updates. We've talked about Instacart updates. Like they're always trying to make it better, but we haven't ever solved this problem. And we're still talking about it years later, and mm-hmm. it's still relevant to and, drivers and, and, and customers. And it's during a time when legislation's changing. It's the one time of all of this time that they should be very focused on making sure that this doesn't exist. Because even if the legislation doesn't go through, now is honesty time, guys. Start at least playing the game a little. Like Mm -hmm. David said, transparency. I know he's about it. I'm all about it, too. That's our thing, is transparency. And, I mean, that was the whole reason of getting into this was because why aren't you transparent? All the orders will still get taken. What's the game here? We we just talked about this in our in our last video that's coming out in a couple of weeks. That if if you show us, we're going to be hitting that button faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and your customers are going to be more satisfied. Like, you yes. know, at the end of the day, there the customer is, is is the starting point. Why would you not want the best for? the customer you're going to ultimately make more money who the frick cares like like the the customer like they're without them there's no instacart there's no doordash there's no you know this doesn't exist the issue that i think that in terms of the whole transparency thing and i'm all about transparency i mean hello i am like mr transparent um uh, well, next next to David, <laughs> he is um, he's ultimate transparent. But um, is and we see it now with our daughters. Our daughters have just entered into the gig economy. They just started doing DoorDash and Uber Eats three, you know, three or four months ago, and we're seeing them very, very naive, and we're we're teaching them along the way about like how to actually properly do this stuff and what to look out for. Um, you know, we had the Alyssa had our first stolen food situation today. They didn't even know that they that they should call the, that they should call up uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats and let them know that they, that they could actually get paid for it. I think our daughters are the majority. So if mm-hmm. the majority is naive and doesn't really understand, well, then it's easy for these apps to basically pull the rug out from underneath them because they would never know. Like we know where we're on YouTube, we're aware, we watch other channels, we know what's going on, you know. But, um, like th- this is a small niche, so there's only so many people watching these channels, a very, like, a very small, a very small niche. 
I mean, even like the most, what's the most popular channel? Probably your, your driving Mike is probably one of the most popular channels. H- how many, how many views does he have? All right. That's still a very, very tiny percentage oh of people who are out there doing this work. So most people are completely unaware. So if I'm douchebag over at Instacart running Instacart, a douchebag over at DoorDash running DoorDash, I'm like, well, they don't freaking know. Like they, like, what do they know? So why should we? And that's how we started the conversation. 85% of the gig economy works less than 17 hours a week. Those people don't care. They don't care. They're naive. Mm -hmm. Right. But they'd they'd even, they'll they'll be deactivated over making a call. Like, Mm -hmm. what? I got to call them? No, I'll just be done uh, for them. Have a bit of a sneak peek here, but just uh, in California, I mean, this is probably a bit of a Hail Mary. But like uh, we are in the process of submitting a bill, basically saying that for gig companies uh, and every, just saying transparency, like workers should know what they're going to make before they take the trip. Customers should know what the fees are and what they're going to get, what they're being paid. And even on the same thing, restaurants should also know the fees that they're being charged and should have to give the OK to be listed on the platform, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which and maybe call me crazy. But we're yeah. gonna try and push it in the current California legislative session and just sort of see what happens. I mean, when you write it down in plain English, it sounds like it makes sense. Of course, I'll probably learn the hard way that I know nothing about politics or politicians and probably <laughs> get beat up along the process, basically. But uh, you know, gotta gotta try it's something, right? right? So, I, I won't give I won't uh, give away too big of a secret, but David David and I are looking at a small market with a restaurant group that literally hired an attorney to keep these apps out of their restaurants because they've told them enough times. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how sad is that, that they come to you and say, Hey, let's make an arrangement. Okay. We tried it. We don't like it. We don't, we want out. And then they still are like, well, we're still going to do it. Well, did anything ever happen with Grubhub because um, where they got sued or anything like that? Because, you know, it used to be with Grubhub that there were a ton of restaurants in our area that had no idea that they were on the platform. And exactly. um, they, uh, you know, you would use the card. You would use the credit card for those particular. And in the app, it would specifically say, don't say you're from Grubhub. Um, give the customer's name and pay with and pay with the card yeah. because they had no idea. What we've seen is sort of some pockets, right? So you've had some states who've gone and said, hey, you cannot mark up prices on Instacart or mark up prices on DoorDash against the customer without them knowing that's bad. You've had some go and sort of uh, defend the restaurants saying, hey, you can't. And I think the problem, though, is that it's been in some states, some people are protecting some parts of the ecosystem. And I guess that still leaves the other two parts of the ecosystem for the platforms to take advantage of a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think really that's where you need to come through is like, you know, the best thing is sunlight right and the answer is if you just tell everybody what the deal is people yeah. can't be upset about the deal right great uh, then, they, then they can make yeah. then everybody can just make their own decisions i mean yep. last week on this panel we had joe uh let's play doordash from detroit he told us about a restaurant that's still sketchy it does it should not be in existence you go to detroit and the instructions are pull into the driveway honk twice and wait <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> That's how they operate. You go pick up the food. That's how you get it. Oh. I saw Kim's. I saw I saw Kim there. 
I just think like from 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 a woman like perspective, like that's kind of scary. Like yeah. I, I don't know for scary from a man's things, perspective. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. I just find it very like I I would be like nine one one. What's your emergency? Because, well, that's like anytime. Um, the reverse side is yeah. for the customers that like okay come into my backyard and like Lou like goes in the backyard and like five minutes later I'm like where the hell there is was he? one time like, I went to a backyard and it was completely dark and it was six tractor trailers back there I just put the food down I took a picture and I got the hell out of there it was like in the really it was when Kim, we were doing one of these was it you, was was like, it you the other week or somebody went into the back and somebody had dressed up a wolf mannequin. Wearing like what? a human outfit with a wolf on No, no, who, who, who was that, Steve? Somebody told that story on this the other week, and I was like, that is the most oh, horrific sounding thing. It was, it was probably, uh, it was either Acacia or Sarah. Yeah, yeah, she's like, she went to the back, and there's this big wolf man in the window. Basically oh, yeah, no, that was Acacia. That was Acacia. Yeah. <laughs> and she was saying how, like, because I was like, remember, I, I said, was anybody there? And she was like, no, there was like, mannequins in the windows oh. like i'm like what were you doing how close to the house did you get and she was like i want you know and like she's she's in uh um, she's in uh massachusetts but she's she was delivering to some like out of the town a little bit she's in the woods she's going to salem or something my goodness <laughs> and it was like three buildings so she was like kind of like explaining a ghost town but she was like, you know, I was like, well, was anybody there? Did you ever see a person? She's like, just a couple mannequins, the Wolfman thing. Like, like, dude, seriously? The only thing I had really weird is one time it was this house and it was daylight. If it was nighttime, I would have never delivered to this house ever. They wanted me to, the instructions were, Please go inside my side door and leave them the like whatever I was ordering. I'm like, nope, not happening. And I pull up and I did it. <laughs> and they <laughs> had dolls in their windows. And then you get to their side door and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going in. And I had to leave the the stuff by skulls because their porch was covered in skulls. So I had to type to the customer, hi, your order is by the skulls on your porch. Cause I didn't know what else. Oh, to say. That's <laughs> terrifying. Um, so you guys, I was going to get, we ran a little over. I was going to get into the taxes, but David and I are going to tackle that with somebody next week um, where we're going to actually, I've got questions ready. I've been through these tax things a couple different years and they're going to tell us about some changes and some other things that have happened. Um, that means that we are going to push back Torsten, the rideshare professor one week, because we have a thing where it's just going to be the three of us too. Um, but uh, we will be talking about taxes. We're going to do a little teaser on it tonight, but I think we ran out of time, but I, I think this was very important. I think that there's some there's always been sketchy stuff, but I feel like it's growing. It's growing at a time. People don't need it. Um, but for tonight, that's a wrap. I want to thank everyone for watching and please leave all questions, comments, um, concerns, anything in the comments below. We'll get to all of them. And uh, thank you, Lou, Mary, and Kim for joining us. You guys are awesome. They have awesome channels. So check them out. They're in the show notes. If you guys haven't checked out their channels yet, I'd be surprised. But if you haven't, check them out. Um, and thank you, everybody, for watching. And uh, make sure to join David and I back here next week and every week for Para Presents. And with that, uh, have a good evening, everybody.
Peace. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Adios, everybody. Bye.